Welcome. Welcome, welcome to Illyria. Welcome. That was from She's the Man. Now, this podcast is brought to you by Big Boy. And it's also brought to you by Big Boy's Doing Everything. And that's because I can do it. I have um, organized all of our messages into four topic areas. Um, where do you want to start? Should I just choose a topic like this one, two, three, four? I have the label of one, me- two, three, four, but I could also tell you the title of each one. Mm. Would you like to hear the titles of each topic area? Yes. One, lifestyle. Two, Titan. Three, current events. Four, comedy. I would like two, three, one, four in that order. Let me mark that down. I would like to go two, three, one, four. So we're kicking it off with some submersible stuff. Yes. All right. I didn't organize this in a way that I like because I just started writing them, but I will um, do it. Do you know if you were born with a tongue or lip tie? I have no idea what that means. Okay. What does it mean? Um, it, both are conditions wherein certain parts of your mouth are connected to other parts of your mouth, which make it difficult to eat or drink. Mm. Uh, and therefore, most of the time, need some kind of quick little zip, 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 laser surgery. And I wasn't sure if you knew if you were born with one of those. The first, I don't think I was. Okay. The first item that we have is an article from The Guardian. Okay. Sent by you. Oh. It says, Titan sub implosion. What we know at a glance. Oh. Do you want to speak to any of the many points they have? Or did you want to just read it? Well, I think you and I should just do an update on what we now know about Titan. Well, I, there are several other videos. Well, so I know, but want, I'm just saying. Where Do you want to start with the other videos first? I don't know. Look, I just want to say it. Can I just say it? Yeah, say it. Oh, okay. <clears throat> news breaking. Switch them back around. Breaking news. It already broke. It broke so long ago, but... By the time you're hearing this, it broke many years the news ago. Has been Just shattered. kidding. Yeah, the news is done shattered into a million pieces. It's actually it's glittering on the floor because of how many pieces of the it's ocean in. with a game controller. Yeah. So what we know now is that everyone, all five souls, are lost. And or or is it a conspiracy theory? No. And are they all in fact alive? The answer is no. Um, they are not. But all, all five souls aboard were... What was that? It was the cream base. Mm. It's okay. It's going to be all right. <sighs> Baby. His, his grumpus face is so sour. He it, hates a dropsy and a spill. It's his least favorite thing in the whole... It's going to be so sticky, lovey. 
be advised. Clorox wipe will be necessary. Um, so all five souls are lost. There was a catastrophic implosion event wherein the Navy, am I getting that right? Somebody. I don't know. Okay. Somebody, and I believe it was. The Coast Guard. Governmental. Yeah, somebody heard it originally. Like the first thing they heard. Yeah, they heard it like around the same time. This is, of of course, they heard it around the same time that they lost contact with the vessel. It makes the most amount of sense. So they lost contact with the vessel like an hour and 45 minutes after the vessel mm-hmm. launched down or whatever. And whichever, if it was the Navy or Coast Guard or whoever did it. Um, but the, yeah, the Navy had the specialized equipment that was able to hear it. And I've seen some conspiracy theories on TikTok about like what, like what else are they hearing down there? Mm. Well, specifically, they're listening to people tapping the Ooh. The internet that goes across the bottom of the ocean floor. Ooh. Do you know about that? I don't like it. But do do you know? Do you know about it? It's a giant cable that goes across. I'm the... scared that if I say that I don't know about it, you're going to tell me about it. I won't. Then no, I don't know about it. Okay, it exists. <laughs> but that's scary. Ew! How do they do it? Are they alive? Are these submarines safe? I'm not responding no. because I was asked to not. Comment. I didn't ask you to not comment. I'm just. I don't want to get too deep into it, but. Um, they have military submarines, so I think they're probably safe. They but, weren't made in someone's backyard with RV parts. That was that was a burn. Um, to a to, dead to person. a dead man. Yeah. I guess um, I'm sorry. I don't know. Uh, write that down. I guess I'm sorry. I don't know. That's pretty funny. I'll write it down. And then write down six eleven. Like I love apple juice. I think it's delicious. Ow. And Big Boy. Big Boy. Presents. Vivid. Apple juice. Apple juice. Don't touch my apple juice or there will be repercussions. Um, you know, I've been very outward in my life about not having a lot of fears. I've been really proud of myself in my life about being pretty fearless. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. That's one of the things about me is that the only thing I'm afraid of is rape, you know? Mm, I was going to say technology as well, but. Well, I'm just a Luddite. I'm not necessarily afraid of it. I just, I I don't like it. And also, let's be honest, Scientology. That's true enough. But that, I mean, that's true also of like, I guess other large bodies of um, governing something blah that could erase me from existence. But, mm. um, but you know what another fear of mine is, I think? What? I'm not claustrophobic, but I think I would be afeared to go in, go to the bottom of the ocean in a submarine. Mm-hmm. Which is odd because, you know. I, I am claustrophobic. You are? Yeah, I think. You are claustrophobic and you don't like heights. You have mm-hmm. some pretty classic fears. Heights, some pretty standard classic heights, I, I, No, you, I, ha- you hate them. Yeah, but I can become conditioned to... like. It's I interesting that bit. you have both of those things, but you can airplane. Because claustrophobic and heights. But you're fine Well, my airplane. thing is, I don't like being... I'm, I'm not afraid of heights in a roller coaster way. Because for me, I'm strapped in. And if something goes wrong, 
I'm out. You know what I mean? There's no, I'm not going to really, like, I'll smack against the ground in miles, hundreds of them, thousands of miles an hour or whatever. Same thing with an airplane. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just going to smack against the ground millions of miles an hour. So, like, I'm not going to. So, if to, you know, if the risk factor is that you're going to immediately death, it's fine. Because, yeah, or the if death I'm strapped in. Like, if I'm at a height strapped in, I'm not really worried about it. Really? I don't like freestanding on a height. Because, like, what if I stumble or a rock so shifts and I stumble? Jump. No, because I don't want to, my spinal, like, you know what I mean? Like, bungee jumping, I but feel you're like. you're strapped you're, in. Yeah, but I feel like it snaps, like, f- people have spinal problems with that all the time. Hmm. I don't what mind if, the concept of it. I would do it. skydiving? Yeah, that's fine. You're strapped in. Yeah, and if I, if something goes wrong, smacking against the ground like a fucking bullet, and I'm not even going to know what's happened. You know people what I mean? survive. And that's bad. No, I'd rather, I'll just, if I know something, I'm just going to go head first. <laughs> I'm just, I'm going to le- steer into the skid, and if so, I'm not going to be like, you know, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be Stephen Hawking about it. You know what I mean? It, it's so interesting, because I'm... I'm not trying to survive that. I'm not afraid to go... Well, bungee jumping, I just hear that people have, like, it dislocates their fucking head from their spinal column and shit all the time. Because of whiplash. Because... Does that happen frequently? Uh, I don't know. I would assume that whiplash is a problem. Yeah, that's yeah, why I, I, I guess, the, I, like I said, the concept of bungee jumping is fine. I just don't um, I believe it's, like the stats. I you know what I mean? whiplash is a problem with bungee jumping. Yeah, like skydiving is like whatever. Like but you I could do, do the swing one. You've seen the swing bungee jumping thing? Are you talking about like the thing that they have at like boardwalks? They have boardwalks? it at Ferris, but they also have it at um. Are you talking bridges. about the thing that looks like a slingshot that they shoot you into the sky in a little cage? Mm-hmm. I don't like that because no, no. I feel like they're not regulated. No, 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 not that, but that's fun. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. Those ones that has a big, it's oh, a big V on a boardwalk and you go into this tiny little ball and they shoot you and they're, they're videos of people passing out on them all the time. Yeah. I don't like those because I feel like they're not regulated. I'd also probably just pass out. Yeah. Actually, I've never passed out, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. You've never passed out. I don't think so. I'm always here. <laughs> I've never, I've never not been here. Um, no, I was talking about the one where um, they have it off bridges and off um, cranes at state fairs and shit but you basically lay on your belly it like is a big thick piece of something that, but and then the top part is a bungee and you you jump off this thing and you lay on your belly and instead of it bungeeing and bouncing you swing it like releases you i guess that's and all then right you go, Hoo, and it swings but you could do it off bridges and shit and then yeah. it, and then now the thing that sucks about that is depending on where you do it it can either crank you down or it has to crank you back up. And I feel like, you know what I mean? You just the did only, the scary part and then you're just being lifted. Mine cranked down though to the mm, ground. So it was fine. Yeah. The but only like time, over water, the only time I don't, I didn't like a roller coaster in recent time um, was I was at a place near me, you know, the place. Mm-hmm. And it had a, didn't have one of these over the shoulders. It had, it was like a, a pole that connected to this um, large um, piece of plastic and metal that then cranked onto your lap and just held you down like here. Yeah, I've seen those. I know and what you mean. They got, because I'm big in many ways. Yeah. Tall and thick. You're the big and large. Um, they only got the click click on me. And I wanted a click, click, click. <laughs> and they, now no, they did. Now, here's what I'd be more concerned about. I'd be more concerned about your partner slipping right out. 
Oh no, it's made for it's made for regular sized people. What are you talking about? She was good. No, no, but if you are sitting next to her, mm. you have the same bar, right? Not two bars. No, it's individual. It's one. Oh, it's just one. Okay. It's like it's literally like. It, this is the shape. Are you tracking with me? If I'm if I'm sitting, I sat down. I thought I knew what you were talking about. I'm before. sitting. I'm sitting down in the car in the cart. So you still have the same cars. Like it's like a car with like three. Like I just a thought three, it was one. It's one. like three. No, it's, it's like three people. Oh. So it's like three people like this, and each one of them have their own thing. And there's a little pole that comes up out of the floor of it. Yeah. And it go and it goes like this, and then it's like for your two legs, and then it clamps onto your legs only yeah. for each individual person. Yeah. I and thought you when were it was about. when we would go up over a hill, I would like it would pull up, and I'm like, "This thing is coming on <laughs> fucking done on my thick ass thighs and ass." Uh. I was doing the breaths that they that they do um, uh, when they're flying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just trying to stay conscious I, in G force. <laughs> just trying to stay was, conscious. Just trying to stay calm because I was like, "I'm gonna. This thing is gonna unclip." And my partner's going to see me launched into <laughs> the sky and land on the tracks of this fucking roller coaster, bro. So traumatic. Yeah, that's the only one I didn't like. Would you go into a submarine to the bottom of the sea? I don't have a purpose, I guess. Like, I don't really care. Would you, though? I guess. I on, think the stuff... Does mean, it depend on the sub? Does it... It would, like, a small submersible versus, like, you know... Versus I would a have, normal one? Like a military one that's huge or whatever? Yeah, I mean that's easy. That's fine. That's basically like you're in a car, like you're, you're in a hotel. You're in a, down yeah, there. you're in a boat. You know what I mean? But it just has a ceiling and walls. <laughs> but like for yeah, like the James Cameron thing when he went to the yeah. Marianas Trench, he did that right. He went to a lot of places. He, he loves he's the, seen the being Titanic underwater. Like, he's been he's seen James the Titanic Cameron like be on times. be on the surface. You know what I mean? He's seen it so many times. He loves it. He's obsessed. I don't understand. L- listen. I don't fucking get it, bro. James Cameron said a lot of um, fun, terrible things about this submersible. It's, it's it's coming up. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, I just don't because he went to the the Marianas Trench, right? I don't know. I think so. And that submersible that he had, it was like an orb, I believe, like a sphere, and it was just enough to like fit his person, and like with all of this equipment just all around him, I would have a hard time with that. But I think I could settle into it. Would you go unless, to space? Unless it was hot. If I'm in a small space and hot, I But what about the TT and the poo poo? <laughs> you know what I mean? What if That's you get nervous do. down there and then you get and then you get um, the nervous poops? I, well I'm just shit and I can't even do anything about it. Sorry, sorry, US <laughs> Coast Guard or fucking even? Navy. I'm <laughs> shitting all over your gear, bro. Uh, would you go into the space? And which would you be more comfortable with, space or bottom of ocean? Um well, space, I don't like the idea that you can just, like, something goes awry. You're just, like, spinning off, like, into fucking orbit on Saturn. I know, and then you're just alive you're just, still. You're just, like... And then you're alive still until you just I, I would slowly. do space, I guess, if I could have a little space gun that I could shoot myself in the head with if I started to fly <laughs> off into outer space. Sure, like you know a suicide I mean? pill. Yeah, like, I can't I can't spin off into... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. did you ever see Gravity with uh, Sandra Bullock? Mm-mm. Like, did there's this part... It? Yeah. Oh. There's this part where she, Was like... Is it good? Is it worth seeing? No. Okay. Absolutely not. Okay. I had no idea what happened. At one point, the guy who died came back, but it was just her having a... Um, mental breakdown and I was like is he really alive because no. it was like an ex- okay I didn't I was don't like I don't it. understand what's going on okay. she also lands sorry spoilers she lands an outer space um, fucking um, 
uh-huh. satellite on, on through uh, co- comes down through Earth's atmosphere and lands it in the fucking ocean. Hey, I don't really think that's possible. Okay, you can't land a space station, can you? I don't. I don't know. Keep going. I thought he was saying something that I, would give me who's who's ever to say. I I don't think you can land a space station. I'm not sure. But it's like, you know, the ones with all the flimsy accoutrement. I know. You know what I mean? You can't, whatever. But yeah, she like at one point in time, like her, the space station gets hit by debris, which by the way, like if you think about it, like if that happens, like the debris just keeps orbiting forever around the planet. So like when you have, like it's a crisis if something goes wrong and like a space station blows up or like something falls off of it because it just is like space debris. That you have to be concerned about, like, hitting your space, like, shuttle at any point in time or whatever. Yeah. But anyway, so, like, she's, like, flying off and, like, doing all these spins and crazy. Like, it's, like, and it's, her like, her POV and it's just, like, spinning. That's not You know what I mean? Yeah. It's horrific. Maybe I'll pull it up. Can I pull it up? I guess, but if it's going to make me sick, then just... Motion sick? We can only... We'll only watch it for, like, one second. That's what I'm saying. Um... Now that we've begun talking about it and you've brought up some really interesting points, I think I would prefer me myself. Maybe I would go to the bottom of the ocean instead of the thing because they don't give you any, um, they don't give you any of those berries. They don't give you hunger games, berries, some suicide berries. Oh yeah. Something hits their space, their, their space shuttle. I don't want to be rude. Everything I just saw was poorly done. Her acting was terrible as well. I'm sorry to say it. But but do you know what I mean? Like the concept? It's like she's just floating off into space for, forever. Ah! Ah! With her acting terribly in voice. Her <laughs> no, but just generally. You, is that, that how you scream when that you're was all flying bad. through space? That was all bad. And also, you've had training. Like, if you're there, you've had so much training. Yeah, but, like, if I think it's it, I'm not screaming like that. Ah. Well, I'll, no, but my point ah. is you're not. You've you've done so many psyche vows. You've done so much. Yeah, you're much. supposed to have the wherewithal to know what to do in that situation. Correct. Yeah. But, I mean, if I think it's done and I'm screaming because my life's over. Well, I guess I wouldn't be screaming. It's just, like. Correct. I guess maybe that's that I would be more qualified as a space shuttle-ist. Than her a submarinist? Oh. Than her character. Because for me, it's just like, I guess I'll what just figure this out submarine or I'll be Submarine or space? Do you know what I mean? Um, I guess I'll do submarine because if something goes wrong, I'll die immediately. Mm-hmm. That's, um, that's, that's my That's like critical, well. I guess, to bad situations for me. Yeah. I'm, I'm gathering that as well. Mm-hmm. You should write that down. Critical to bad situations for you is immediate death. Immediate death. Critical to bad situations. Business critical. Um, but yeah, so the five souls on board are dead. There was a catastrophic, uh, implosion, implosion, some George 
some George Bush for your ass. Uh, it seems that the craft was bad. Really? <laughs> but you know what? what isn't bad? Those fucking game controllers. Yeah, that's the okay. That's like the red herring about this whole thing. Why and is it a red herring? Because everyone's like, oh, it's the game controller that, like, whatever. You know what I mean? It's not because they use, because honestly. No, that's, we the, have, only, that's the most well-made piece of the entire. That, yeah, that's the only thing. Hey, it's the only it's thing. The only thing is, spoiler alert. It's the only thing that's still sitting at the bottom of the fucking ocean. In, they its, use it in for, totality. The, the U.S. government uses that for drones and shit, like, all the time. Like, it's used. That's not what the problem was. No, it's stupid the that anyone would was, say that that's the problem. I, that's... Should I talk about the things that I saw in that video, or is that not interesting? What video? Are there the other that... videos that are pertinent to what you're about to say? Not, no. Okay, then yes. Talk okay, about it. so I, I watch a YouTuber. His name is Kyle Hill. You should watch his stuff. Um, he I don't does know a lot if of... I should. Will I, I like him? I think someone, you won't like him. No, oh, you should. You maybe should. you all. Me, myself. The, not the royal you should, the you you shouldn't. Yeah. I had a feeling that that's what you meant. Yeah. Um... But yeah, so yeah, every uh, everyone except for you, you shouldn't. But yeah. the royal, you all should. Um, ghost. She. So basically, he discussed like this engineer um, resigned in disgrace due to the fact that he like engineered this whole thing, and then they built it not to the an engineer um, that used to work for the company that put yeah. the thing down and when he said design this whole thing, he means the craft that had a catastrophic implosion and is in pieces in the bottom of the sea yeah he resigned in disgrace because he um designed it and then they did not do what he said that they should do um and built it improperly so he was like i'm not gonna be a part of this shit you know what i just put together that sounds just like the plot of like a lot of those movies for example ant-man great example he designed it and he said, okay, this is its application and you have to use it like this. And then some evil person, the mm -hmm. villain, who's in this case the dead billionaire, is the villain, mm. um, took the design and said, I'm not going to use it like that. I'm going to use it like I want to use it. And so the designer said, well, then I'm not going to be involved. Doesn't that sound like a plot to yeah, one of these movies? for the like part where the villain um, is like an evil genius and uses it for nefarious purposes but in real life, the billionaire is cheap and decided to not follow through on what um, like the factors of safety were supposed to be because he didn't want to spend more money. Yeah, but like potato, potato, <clears throat> you know what I mean? Potato, yeah, but like, plant, In the movies, potato. it's like, oh, they're using the technology and bastardizing it to use it evilly. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, this guy's yeah, just you like... Could, you could argue that this... Yeah, I guess it's similar, but it's like, to me, there's no one... It was like... There was an intelligence adding to it, like to try to like make it nefarious. It was, I'm not spending that fucking money. Do what you want. You know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't like it was subtracting, not adding. If that makes sense. Yeah. It but does. It, but I understand. Continue. Yeah. But either way, I just um, put that together though. I was like, oh, that mm -hmm. sounds kind of like Ant Man. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm talking with you. Okay. But um, basically, yeah, they there are uh, several things design design issues with it. Well, first of all, I think I forgot to tell you this earlier when we were chatting. Ooh. But the dome, like, it comes Ooh. off. So, like, they, like, it detaches. I knew that. And they, they bolt it on. 
they don't it's not a, a hatch like in a submarine that you see in movies or like in real life decommissioned. So everyone gets in. So everyone gets in and then they get out their impact wrench or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. You yeah. So I mean? everyone gets Except, in and then I'll sew the dress on to you. Yeah. Which is honestly, it's a fairly standard practice for small submarines. I've learned. For smaller ones, uh, bigger ones, it's different, I guess. I don't know what pressures, whatever, science. But it's pretty common for small craft like that. But there are 18 bolts on it. They only do 17 because the other one's too high up. They don't want to get up there and put it on. <laughs> what? It's on the top. And they don't want to get out the ladder to put it on. So then they ever put in the 18, the 17 of the 18. Their response was, that's good enough. So they also And that's public information? Yeah. <laughs> so they the This is embarrassing. The science YouTuber. I'm so embarrassed. He's he is a he has a degree in civil engineering, so he's like not just some random guy. So he has experience in engineering in some capacity, you know, not building subs but whatever. Um but basically he's postulated through, you know, material science and whatnot that the porthole that was on the front, the little looking through area was not, um, like the material that they used was not rated for that depth at all. Um, and it had basically like a degree of safety of zero, which means that it wasn't even built to withstand its normal operating procedures. Usually that you're supposed to build things to like a safety factor of whatever, you know, like two, because it's like, oh, it needs to withstand, like, oh, if it gets hit by some debris underwater, it needs to still be safe or whatever. Um, so it's supposed to be overbuilt, not underbuilt, and it was underbuilt. Um, not to say that it was going to fail immediately, but it would break over time and then eventually fail. And so with that, it imploded, um, basically. Yeah, they did. They made a lot of mistakes. Like they used carbon fiber, which a lot of people say is a problem, but some studies show that you can make a carbon fiber vessel that is still strong. And if you use the correct carbon fiber and, you know, it's checked frequently enough, you can even make a vessel that can go to four times the depth of the, what it's supposed to go to. But they didn't use the right materials or check that the materials that they had were to the quality and standard that they needed to go to that depth to have. And also they used titanium as well as carbon fiber which both materials are very um, hard and brittle. So if there is a failure point, it will crack and break versus um, like steels that they use oftentimes for subs um, will like bend and give. Um, now, are the videos we have about this, are they sciencey or do we have anything about, because I think it would be interesting to also, while we're discussing this, which is the Titan. We could also discuss what you and I discussed, wherein some people have arguments about the ethics of it, of, mm -hmm. of being like sad for the billionaires or whatever. I mm -hmm. think that's a fun thing to talk about uh, pertaining to this. So are the videos like about that or are they about the science of it? Um, most of them are what you've sent. So well, I don't know. I have no fucking idea. Let's find out. This morning, an ROV, or remote-operated vehicle, from the vessel Horizon Arctic... Oh, we don't need to watch that. It's just what we already said. ...of the Titan submersible. Approximate... So... That's just telling what happened. They found it. It's in two, two different debris spots. <laughs> 
James Cameron, director of Titanic, has been down to the Titanic 30 times. He, he quotes, he spent more time on the Titanic than the captain of the Titanic. And one of the things that has become clear is that many letters were sent to this company saying, what you're doing is too risky. Many people in the community were very concerned about this sub. And a number of the top players in the, in the uh, deep submergence engineering community even wrote letters to the company saying that what they were doing was too experimental to carry passengers and that needed to be certified and and so on so i'm i'm struck by the similarity of the titanic disaster itself where the captain was repeatedly warned about ice ahead of his ship and yet he steamed at full speed into an ice field on a moonless night and many people died as a result and for a very similar tragedy where warnings went unheeded to take place at the same exact site uh i i think it's just astonishing it's really quite surreal james cameron <clears throat> so as he mentioned many people in the science community that have backgrounds in submersibles with and outside of within and outside of the government of governmental agencies have warned this company that what they are doing is deeply dangerous uh, and unsafe to be taking passengers, and they continue to do it anyway. So, mm-hmm. and James Cameron, that's cool. That's a, a cool information, right? He's been to the Titanic thirty times, which is two miles deep, mm-hmm. and he has spent more time on the bow of the Titanic than the captain of the Titanic did. That's mm-hmm. so interesting. Yeah, that's cool. A cool little tidbit there. Okay, again, James Cameron loves being underwater for some reason. <laughs> he loves it. Oh. oh, well, this has no sound. Well, it just has a. It has the elevator music. But sound. as we, <clears throat> it's just a photo. Yeah, it's a photo with another photo on TikTok, and it says the fucking controller survived, and it's an image from this um, ROV with uh, a picture of the controller just in in the ocean floor, at the, uh, two two miles deep, mm-hmm. uh, under all the pressure at the bottom of the ocean floor, and it's just completely intact. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. And then someone wrote, Logitech won't survive your 14-year rage quitting. I would say your old rage quitting, but will survive a submarine implosion. Yeah. So, Ironically, there have been a lot of memes that came out about people's broken Logitech controllers because of their rage. Mm-hmm. Um, because of gaming, which I just find, I think the whole thing is funny. So we've come to the end of our topic here. So do you want to discuss the oh, yeah, let's jokes just do a slash quickie. memes slash... Oh, memes. I don't know about that. You know what I mean? Like people poking fun at it. Oh, well, I was just going to talk about the, the ethics because you had um, mentioned to me that you had contact with people that were having different opinions than you about it and that these people... Well, there, I mean, everything's in a gray space or whatever, but the black and white version of this is there are people who feel sorry for slash sad for the families of these billionaires and, and for the billionaires themselves who are, who are deceased. And then, you know, that feel that it's really upsetting. Um, and then there are other people who don't so much. I would say you and I are some of those people. Yeah. Um, because here's the deal, man. 
It's what I said to you. I made such a good argument. Yeah, you sh- say what you said. Well, no, you say the other one though, and then I'll co- counter with mine. What's the argument that people say? People who do feel bad say. What's the argument they say? Oh well, like being a billionaire doesn't make you inherently a bad person, and like they, they don't deserve to die just because they have like the money to do the activity. Oh yeah, I don't think that has anything to do with anything. Like but I will th- say, those things are true. Yep, those are true. But I don't think that has anything to do with feeling. Well, I will say I this think... though about being a billionaire. Being a billionaire with a big B, um, means that you've um. Definitely had some work or exploitation along the way to make you billion with a big B. Well, so I, I saw say, this really fun. Inherently, if you are a billionaire, you are probably not a good person. I would say. Or you're, yeah. Well, I saw this fun thing that compared. I want to pull it up, but I don't. Mm. Should I? Sure. Okay. Hold on, because I'm mean, not going to. I pulled up. Uh, what, what did I pull up? Galaxies? Gravity. Gravity. Working against me. Oh my gosh, was that John Mayer? I think so. He's about to be done soon. Oh, what a Yeah, he's about to be done soon. What? Taylor Swift is re-releasing her, her album that she made after dating him. Oh, here we and, go. And she said, everyone, be chill. Like, here don't. we go. Here's the tea. Two hundred and fifty thousand to a billionaire means something totally different than what it means to us. Remember when you get paid for your first job and it was like hundred and twenty, and you were like, "This is the most money I've ever seen." And now hundred and twenty dollars as an adult is just like bottomless brunch at a spontaneous piercing. What do you think? So let me explain what I mean in terms of iced coffee. So iced coffee is seven dollars, and if you make fifty thousand dollars, that's gonna be that or point zero one four. Okay, so. She does all the math, but she's obnoxious to listen yeah, to. Yeah, I can't listen to her much longer. I'm okay, sorry. Okay, so I'm going to I'm going to summarize here. But yeah. what she says is, if you make $50,000 a year, which is I don't know what that is, but let's say that that's median for America. It's not it's America no. makes less than that, but Yeah, right? it's, cl- it's close enough. But let's that's say right. $50,000 a year, you make $50,000 a year. $7 is is like a cup of iced coffee, like a large mm-hmm. iced coffee from like Starbucks or some, you know, Dunkin', Dunkin or whatever. Dunkin' Donuts. Tim Hortons. Is that a thing? No idea. Um, Horton, Caribou. Here's a who. Caribou. Uh, um, what else? I've never Something heard Brothers? Of... Dutch Brothers? Dutch, Dutch Bros? I've never heard of any other coffee place in my life. Really? Um, so Seattle's let's say... Seattle's best. Seattle's best. Okay, it doesn't matter. You make $50,000 a year and you like... An iced coffee that costs $7 every day. A large iced coffee. That is the equivalent of 0.014% of your income. Okay. Um, he's in the shower. I don't know if he's allowed to be. It's because they're fighting, I think. Mm. Okay. It's Meow Meow's in the shower. Now, I won't do the math for you here but basically because again her voice is obnoxious and i don't want to have to scroll through but basically the way she worked it out is that two hundred fifty thousand dollars to a billionaire is the equivalent of one and a half iced coffees because it's like a little it's like you know more than that percentage but it's about a one and a half iced coffees now this is if you're doing that every day at fifty thousand dollars seven dollars you know seven dollar iced coffee you're spending that percent of your 
you know, yearly income on it. Mm-hmm. So she is like, basically, these people are are buying one and a half iced coffees. In comparison to their wealth. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's a lot of money to you and me. But like to them, it's like, oh, I guess I'll fucking do it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like whatever. Yeah. And I guess I would say to that. But. I mean, taking out of the, I guess if if we were to take the morality of being a billionaire out of the equation, I mean, let's just put it. Oh, to for work. fuck's sake! Yeah, they're fighting. Rosie they're Cotton, honey, baby. I can get them. Can I you can please stop the brawl that's happening in the bathroom? I got it. Never mind. Big boy decided he wanted to take care of it. There's a three there's a three cat brawl. All three cats full brawling in the bathroom. <laughs> three cat full brawl. Full three cat brawl. So my point was so so So, so setting that aside the the ethics of being a billionaire so some of the other people have said or the argument from some people is that um you know they're not bad people and you should feel bad for them and their families Mm -hmm. my argument is i it's difficult for me to feel bad for people who elect to do things that have certain um, risk factors involved that they that you know about like you're telling me that these people didn't sign a consent form that said that there are risk factors involved with going to the bottom of the ocean i'm sure they had hundred million stop oh my god fight 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 just fucking fuck them up you know what i mean like i don't even care anymore i'm gonna put bets down you know what i mean yeah um, I'm just saying, if you do something that you had to cons- sign a consent waiver form and then anything that happened on that form comes to fruition, then I don't really feel all that bad about it for you. Cause you knew that you had a certain risk for that, mm-hmm. you know, um, think of some examples here. Woman gets breast implants um, and then plays uh, a full contact sport and bursts an implant. Do I feel bad? No, because they probably told you after you got your silicone implants not to play full impact sports because bursting them is very dangerous. You know, um, that was a weird example. <laughs> um other examples of very obvious risk factors. Um, you know. Skydiving. You know, you can do that as a normal person. Vaping. It's like, like $300. Drug, drug use, alcohol use. Skydiving know. is $300. Mm-hmm. That's not cost, you know, prohibitive to a lot of people in the median income level. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people really like adrenaline. A lot of people have sky. I've done it. Mm-hmm. Lots of people have done it. You have to sign 
a thick and hefty waiver contract that says a lot of things like you might die uh, among a lot of other things you could get paralyzed mm-hmm. you know um you could get in a plane crash uh somebody could get a boner in the air behind you because they're strapped to your back is that a part of the contract maybe mm. i didn't read it so but i did sign it mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is that's not happening just to me anyway because after, I'm a big overall. Just the day after your your children's births, the people that were your skydiving instructor mm-hmm. show up because they're like, should have read the contract. We did lay claim <laughs> to your firstborn. Yeah, so that would be unfortunate. We're going to take both of them here. Oh. Got to go. Uh, that would be unfortunate. But you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like if you're doing any kind of dangerous activity where you had to read a contract or sign a waiver and then anything that was in that contract or waiver comes to fruition, it's difficult for me to feel bad for you, you know, um, because you were adequately warned about it. I think when it comes to dangerous activities, yeah. You know? Well, this is one of those. Yeah. Like bungee jumping, skydiving. Going to the bottom of the ocean in a submersible that hasn't been um, regulated in any way, shape, or form by any regulatory agency. Spelunking. These are a few examples. So it's not about how much money they had at all. Oh, another one I don't, I don't feel bad for. When people play with fireworks. Like they don't, <clears throat> they don't do the... You don't have to sign a waiver, <clears throat> but... They don't do the, all right, everyone ready? And then run away. They're oh like, "Oh my god, that one girl! Do you see that TikTok? She lit a she. She's on the ground. She, mm-hmm. oh, you know, she lit the firework. And then she goes to run away. She puts her hands up to her ears. And she's holding the firework still that's on fire because <laughs> she didn't let go of it on the ground. Yeah, yeah, that. That's what I don't feel bad for. Yeah. Things that are obvious, you know. Yeah. Things that have really obvious risks and consequences. Mm-hmm. I don't feel bad for you. You know, uh, you know, mm-hmm. so yeah, to me, it doesn't have anything to do with their wealth. I don't not feel bad for them because they're rich. I don't feel bad for them because they made an executive and conscious choice to do something that had very obvious risks. Yeah. I mean, that's, anyway. I think I feel, I don't feel bad for them for both reasons. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. let don't get it twisted. I don't feel bad for billionaires ever, I think. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you and I have discussed this. No matter what trauma you have, you still have money. Like, the trauma that you don't have is anything having to do with uh, wants or needs. Yeah. Like, all of the, you know, the Maslow's pyramid, pyramid of whatever? Of, uh, hierarch- hierarchy, hierarchy of, of needs. needs. Yeah, all yeah. your bottom ones are met. Mm-hmm. You just gotta off the just off. pay just pay someone to self actualize you at that point. You know what I mean? <laughs> off the jump, all your bottom yeah. shit is done. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, which for so many people is a struggle, or or will never happen. Like just having shelter. I mean, even safety, just, food. Like yeah, I mean, normal it's, it's shit. a struggle. It's a struggle for a lot of people in developed. Ooh, hey, sorry, I bumped that. I don't care. Um, in developed countries. But outside of that, even like it could possibly never happen for for people that live in underdeveloped countries. Yeah. So it's difficult for me to feel bad for a billionaire ever. Yeah. Because of that. Yeah. 
Um, and then whatever, you know. And then, yeah, someone that was arguing about this then was like, well, it was this guy and his son. Like, did his son? And it's like. What? It was. We'll finish the argument. This guy, you know, there's a billionaire and his son were, you know, on this thing. And like, you know, it was just a guy and his son doing something together. Okay. That's the whole argument is that yeah. it's sad because they're related. It's uh, yeah, I guess. Well, it happens all the time to people in cars. <laughs> slammed. <laughs> I slammed you. Yeah. Do you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, what a weird argument. It, it was one that was made is all I can say. Here, I got another one. I got another one. Mm-hmm. Two of those people, they knew each other. I actually, I get it now. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, oh, I feel so much worse now. <laughs> I don't. Wow, you're laughing. I, I do what? <laughs> what? So we're going to move to current events. Carnivores? Current, current events? Carnivals. Current events. Oh my god, these fucking cats are gonna be the end of my life. Um, and they could have been, and wouldn't you feel bad for that? I don't understand. The cats could have been the end of your life. Yeah, because I'm pregnant. Uh huh. You're supposed to go like this. What? Oh, like you didn't know? <laughs> oh, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um. He's he's ma- he's making a Josh. He's making a joke because it's never been more obvious than today, perhaps. Um, <laughs> all the other days, it could have been a tumor. That was good. No, but the because cats have that thing yeah. in their poop. Yeah, the I bacteria could've... that makes you love and worship them. I don't know if that's it, but I know it can kill you with your yeah. pregnant. It makes you fond of them. What? Well, then I definitely don't have it. Because <laughs> they're so annoying. Yeah, it's like... Current events. If it infects the mice and stuff, it makes them come to them. Oh my God, it makes mice come about cats. They're just yanking it. Just in my basement. Let's do this. This is Uno. Go ahead. We're a bit. Don't screw up. We set you up. <laughs> if someone said three years from now You'd be long gone night. Stand up and punch them mouth. Cause they're all wrong. I know. Rosie! Cause you said forever. Never. <laughs> got the remake. <laughs> Rosie, honey! Come beat the cats! Never mind. I scared him. I scared him. I screaming. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I did hear it. And do you want me to? Do you want me to mimic it? No. Oh. Okay. I just want you to get to the harmonies that they're doing. Okay. I 
Here's my feelings. Uh-huh. Can you start it over? I wish. <laughs> I wish Pink. I wish Pink sang song. Oh fuck! I clicked. What'd you do? <laughs> it's an ad for jeans. God damn it! What I wanted to say was, I wish Pink sang songs that I liked because I think she's a good singer. <laughs> I like her voice, but I don't like her songs. That's pretty hilarious. Let's do this. This is Uno. Go ahead. Okay, you can stop. Yeah, her voice is nice. I was going to really make fun of it a lot. Hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. it's too staccato. Like she's doing, the breaks are too long in between. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's. <laughs> In the beginning, it's to build. It's a building up the. I hate it. Um, yeah, her voice is really pretty, and I agree. I hate every song she's ever made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish. Um, I yeah, I wish she sang other. I feel the same way about um, Lana Del Rey. You know, I really love. See, I love her songs, but I really loved um, Pink's. I don't know if it was her first album, but I'm gonna say first, even though I'm not sure if it was the first. But I feel like it was the first album. Mm-hmm. She had a couple songs on Save the Last Dance soundtrack. Mm. Whatever album that was of Pink's. I really liked that one. I see. Um, but yeah, that was um, Pink on the Kelly Clarkson show. If you all couldn't tell by their voices. Um, apparently she's releasing an album soon. Who, Pink or Kelly Clarkson? Kelly Clarkson. We'll see. Let's see if it's about her divorce. Um, moving into our next current event topic. Okay. I think we maybe talked about it last week, but here's the, um, a little blurb for you. All right. Blurb it up. Blurb. Blurb. Oh no. The Republicans actually got us this time. Tweets here from Greg Abbott. Garth Brooks booed off stage at the 123rd annual Texas County Jamboree. Go woke. Go broke. Good job, Texas. The Republicans, they got us on this one. I can't believe it. When you go woke. You go broke, but wait a second. What's the source there? The Dunning-Kruger Times? That's weird. Let's fact check it. Oh, wait a minute. Garth Brooks wasn't booed off the stage at Texas County Jamboree. The rumor originated as a fictional story on a satirical website called the Dunning-Kruger Times. And for those unfamiliar of the Dunning-Kruger effect, it states that those people that are least skilled at their jobs are the most confident. And Greg Abbott... Tweeting out a fake story about the woke Garth Brooks. Well, he couldn't have walked into a trap better than that. If you live in Texas, this is what your governor's doing. Garth Brooks, good guy. Continue to do what you're doing. For your Republican governors, find better things to do with your time than falling for fake news stories. Oh, no. I'm going to need you to recap that one because there was way too much going on. Okay, so I'll start at the beginning. So Garth Brooks right now is under fire from conservatives because he decided to serve Bud Light at his new bar. Um, because he wants, um, I forget what he said exactly, but it's like something to the effect of, you know, we're going to serve everything here. You know, we want to be a, a, a cool place to be. You know, if assholes don't want to be at a place that, you know, doesn't want to serve something for whatever reason, there are plenty of other places to go. I would agree. Ten, like he ten said, times I'm, we're just here about love. 
and you know everything else garth brooks says and he starts to tear up in every interview yeah that stuff i know the one so conservatives are obviously upset because of bud light yeah you know yeah that tranny beer (laughs) sorry i was saying that as a as i see in your character i see yeah um okay but uh as someone who lived somewhere between where i was born and where theo vaughn was born huh i'm in my character oh. as someone who lives somewhere in the belt between where theo vaughn was born and where i was born they're, they're almost the same they're not that close pr- uh, it's not, <laughs> i mean from here to there from there to there is pretty they're close enough that in that belt uh every single person sounds like me right now and they all have the same opinion i just had about that beer yeah so but basically what had happened was people are conservatives are upset with Garth Brooks because of his serving Bud Light at his new bar restaurant. Mm-hmm. And where is he, his bar restaurant? I have no fucking idea. Okay. Keep going. Who cares? South. Okay. Yeah. That's close enough. Okay. Um, but basically this governor of, of Texas, his name's Greg Abbott. You should write down South close enough. I will. Okay. Grab Greg Abbott, what he did. He tweeted this article, and in his tweet said, Go woke, go broke. Garth Brokes, fuck you all. You know, Garth, we gotcha. Boot off the stage at the Texas County something something jamboree fun time place. Mm-hmm. We gotcha. Yeah. The article linked. Was, was from the fake. website, the Dunning-Kruger Times. It was fake. It's a fake website. Yeah. And it... Is a po- and, and a politician retweeted it, having not checked, fact-checked his items. And I'll say, I'll say this to you okay. about the Dunning-Kruger Times and Greg Abbott. I'm retweeting it. That just makes all kinds of sense. Mm. That was a perfect quote for right there. I know. It's a Garth Brooks. That's a G quote for you there. That's a G or OG. That's an that's OGG. A OG. Yeah, OGG. That's an OGG. Um, but yeah, so I just thought OG it was Garth. funny because it was from the Dunning Kruger Times. Yeah. May as, may as well have been the Dunder Mifflin Times. He wouldn't yeah, have seen that you know what I mean? either. Yeah. yeah. It should. The website name is this is all fake news dot com. Yeah, you know what I mean? he still would have retweeted it. Yeah. Um. So that's rounding out our current events. That's rounding it out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Moving into topic one, which is our third topic. Okay. Lifestyle. Oh, okay. I've somehow misplaced my phone. I just had it. You've done it several times. I know. Were you watching? The two times you lost it so Mm -hmm. far? Yeah. I seen it. Isn't that crazy? I had to take my rings off because I was too swollen. Can you tell the people about my swelling? Yeah, your feet are giant. (laughs) Tell them about it. Use some more descriptions. It's like if if you took your foot and put a needle in it and then filled it with like um 500 units of uh saline yeah please i can't do this all right the now. way i'm running the podcast <laughs> all the I way up both this. legs all the way up i'm too busy all the way up to my knees on both sides but don't worry y'all i do not have preeclampsia but i, I could get postpartum preeclampsia i don't know what that means it's preeclampsia that you get postpartum I don't know what preeclampsia is. Mm, uh, a condition of high blood pressure and swelling that mm. can be very dangerous. 
but you can get it postpartum and I did not realize that. I realized only that you could get it during pregnancy, which is very dangerous, but tell the people about my, my, my body. Um, your belly is still getting bigger, but it's not riding as high. It's starting to hangle. Did you, would, is that how you would describe it? Yeah. Honestly? Yeah. You think it's bigger? Mm-hmm. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, because of your belly button. It's wild. My belly button's um, an Audi now. Okay. For the most part. So we've now moved into lifestyle. He doesn't care about those babies. <laughs> I do. Lifestyle. My lifestyle is I've never slept before. Honestly, the best example that comes to mind is over-functioning for your child. Doing, so doing things for your child that you know they can do for themselves, right? And and over-functioning, helping them too much with homework, letting them off on chores. And, and again, it comes back to the same thing. It comes back to parenting from a place of fear. I'm afraid my child's going to be upset. I'm afraid my child's going to have a fit. I, I'm afraid my child is going to feel pain from this thing that I want them to do that I know is good for them. And so what happens is kids are smart, <laughs> They can figure out really easily and very quickly, and I don't mean maliciously, but if mom or dad are going to overfunction and they're going to worry more than the kid is about homework or whatever it is that they have to do, they're not going to worry about it. Why would I? I'll listen when I have to listen. And so what happens is parents, and this, this happens to all parents, but I would say maybe a little bit more for moms, is they end up completely exhausted and doing the nice, kind thing, right? Nobody appreciates me. No one ever thanks me. Nobody realizes how much I do around here. And part of that is you are over-functioning for everyone. You're teaching people how to treat you, right? If you actually say to your child, I love you, and you know what? I love you enough for you to be mad at me. You're going to do that job for yourself. You're going to be the one that does what you need to do. You're going to finish that homework because I believe in you, and I know you can do it. That's the kindness, right? That's the operating from a place of love because you love them enough to know that they can do it. And the hardest thing about being a parent is if you don't teach your child these really important lessons, life will. <laughs> life is a much harsher teacher. Honestly, the best example. Of what do you think about all that? I can't say. <laughs> Why? Because I just hope that video makes it to a party that um, requires it. Are you talking about me? No. You sent the video. I really don't know what you're alluding to right now. Adrian. Herschel. <laughs> what? Kimchi. Not in the parental capacity, but in the child capacity. No, I don't get it. Because someone always overoperates well, yeah, to but compensate. Everyone around. Right. Yeah, but that'll never change, no. as is evidenced by current history. Um, now, I do have some, like, I have fears that I'll, I'll do that. So I need to try and, like, keep that in mind. Like, you know, just trying to bring myself back to that and remind myself of it. And I like, like need to think about, like, how I can remind myself 
not to overfunction because I do have that tendency too. Mm-hmm. Not because I operate out of fear. It's not because I'm afraid. It's moreover, I mean, I guess you could call it fear. Yeah, it's moreover control. Mm-hmm. It's moreover because like I don't want them to do it because they'll do it not my way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think with that, you should probably just dig into your OCD. Yeah. Because I think that's not necessarily, yeah, like it's not. Because I, I like it's... that she put it in the context of I love you enough mm-hmm. to let you do it because I know you can. Because I have the, I have, I believe in your capacity to do these things. And I think that is a really cool way to flip it and put it in, in a different way. I love you enough to let you be mad at me about this. Mm-hmm. Do your fucking chores. Do your homework. Do yeah, your or homework. like to let you fail within, you know, right. a small capacity. Because you can talk about it with little, little kids too. When you're not talking about chores or homework, you could talk about it like um, over-functioning in a little kid capacity would be like that thing of where a kid is doing something that could potentially be a little bit dangerous, like let's say climbing the couch or something. But if they fall, they're not going to break something. They're not going to break their arm. You know, they might bump their head or they might get a bruise or whatever. And overfunctioning would be doing the helicopter parent and like hovering. And then when they're about to fall, oh, don't do that. You know what I mean? Oh, that's overfunctioning. Whereas you could just let them do it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's okay to say, be careful, you might fall. But it's not okay to, you know, be a helicopter parent and hover. You know, um, mm-hmm. and ironically, you know, you know, who does a good job at that? Mushroom mama. Mm-hmm. I've watched her do what I'm talking about, which is um, not. I've watched her tell me, re lem, mm-hmm. let her do it. Like I've watched her, like mm-hmm. I go to be, huh, and she's like, let her do it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, and I think that's like impressive. Mm-hmm. Because she even understands this concept you know of what? overreaching or this whatever. circles back to our, well, the TikTok's most biggest trend for um, uh, 30 to middle-aged white women is the let them situation. Let me tell you this. It's let them a little bit different, though. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I'll tell you if this. If someone wants to leave you, let them. I will say this. The, the let them... The let them multiverse is really popping off. I've seen someone with a let them tattoo and a different individual with a let them t-shirt. This just happened. (laughs) Like this only happened like three weeks ago when we talked about it. Yeah. People are eating this shit up. The let them thing. It makes me not want to like it. But it is a good concept. It is a good concept, but it makes me not want to be a part of it. I understand. Do you know what I mean? I do. Because like... It's a hipster thing. Well, no, it's No, like, no, that thing of like, it's yeah. too popular now. I don't want to be involved. Well, no, it's just like, because now everyone has it. It's like not important or special. Because not everyone needs to let them. Only some people. You know yeah, what I mean? It's like when you... Yeah. It's like, it's this, like is, when you say, this is so me. It's like, it's like no, when it's you not. Say, You're just... I love you to people you've met two times. Yeah. It no longer has meaning. It's like, I don't care. It no longer has any value. Yeah. Like I just saw this. I saw someone, this is unrelated, but I saw someone write a note to someone, um, at my workplace in a, in a recognition capacity. I understand. And they wrote, love you so much. And I know this person hates the other person. And I was like, why would you even say that? You literally don't have to. Yeah. I was like, I don't understand this. Why say it at all? Yeah. 
I guess this person felt bad or whatever, but whatever. But either way, just I was just like... Just let them. Just yeah, I, uh. I was like, the let them multiverse is is expanding. It's popping off. Yeah. Oh, speaking... I want a small diverge. Okay. Speaking of multiverse, Kang, actor, Jonathan Majors is having his trial right now. Oh. And I don't want to not believe the victim... But for the evidence that I have heard about so far, well, his trial's not happened yet, but there's You're like, been some... I actually don't believe this. Well, I'm not fully convinced because it seems that um, from what I understand so far, that there was an argument. Is the he... song lyric, if I wasn't three years from now, I'd be long gone? If someone said three years from now. If I wasn't three years from now. Darn tootin' if someone said I wasn't done there three years ago. If I wasn't three years from now, I would be long gone. I think if someone said three years from now. If I'm going to stand up and punch you out, (laughs) you better grab my thong. (laughs) None of the lyrics. lyrics No. You're talking to me, and all I hear is if I wasn't three years from now. I'd be long gone <laughs> if I'm standing up and punching them out. But grab my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I knew somehow you were gonna sing. What do you mean? In relation, I knew that you it was gonna happen. <laughs> You're so mean. And somehow Is I had that to bad? No, I just knew that it was gonna happen. I don't know what you mean. Do you mean that you're a psychic or unpredictable? No, no, it's because when they're singing, you have to sing as well. That makes me want to kill myself. Why? Because that's it's so something that you do sometimes. Awful. You just like to mimic stuff. I hate everything about myself. <laughs> it's something that you do. I have to change everything. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I, have to, I have to change everything. You like to mimic sounds. Oh, speak so Jonathan Majors. Mm-hmm, sorry. That's okay, I forgot. Um, because someone said so, three years that he was if, long gone. If I wasn't three years from now, <laughs> if I wasn't three years from now, <laughs> I'd be then I'd be long gone. <laughs> yeah, but apparently there was some kind of altercation at a restaurant, and he left the restaurant and went to a hotel room because they lived together, or she had a key to his house or something, and he wanted to avoid the situation. Now, granted, this is what one person said. Who's to say if this is right? I'm listening. This is the alleged story from one party. One party has alleged. He got a hotel room by himself because he didn't want to go back to his home where they mutually lived or she cohabitated with him in some capacity. She went out and there's camera footage of her going out to a club with some randos and doing stuff with them and hanging out. At this That's club. what they call the pores. <laughs> Keep going. It's like the pores. Um, but, yeah, so she went out and continued having her night and then made it back to his home. And then in the morning, he went up, he got to his home and, um, you know, went inside and she was in, like, his guest bedroom half-dressed, like, having thrown up and, like, really disheveled and shit. And so he called, like, um, paramedics and stuff because he was concerned or something. And then she just kind of started saying that he had, like, abused her and hurt her somehow. And then the police arrested him. Now, this is one side of the story. So I don't know if this is true. Yeah. But if 
there I haven't watched the footage myself, but this party did say that there has been footage seen of her um, out at this club with people um, operating with her right hand, which is the finger that he allegedly broke during their altercation. Which is supposed to have happened when? Before that. Okay. So I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to disbelieve her story, but it seems well, that well, as you and I both know, it is not a sexist issue that people generally are snakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't. I don't want to. You know. I get it. I don't want to be any kind of way about it, but that is what I hear. I have heard at this juncture. Ugh! So we'll see. I get it. Next topic. Oh, Jesus. Okay. The reason that forgiveness is so hard is because to forgive somebody else is to absorb the cost. Yeah. It means you're not going to make them pay for it. You're going to pay for it on some level. Mm -hmm. You're going to absorb the pain of what they owe you. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's so freaking difficult. Yeah. Yeah, there's okay. The reason What do you think about that? Yeah, because like people like Whitney Cummings kind of says a lot like the therapized thing of you don't forgive for that person, you forgive for yourself, but it's like hard to move past the cognitive dissonance of well, I still have negative feelings about this, but I guess I've forgiven them for me. So I think that's kind of a better explanation of the situation. And then with that, you know, kind of to extend the metaphor, it's, I would say, you have to forgive them to alleviate yourself of that pain. And you have to be in a, in a space where you're ready to let go of that said pain and be able to absorb it for yourself, you know, if that makes sense. Well, yeah, like it's the thing you said at the very beginning is the most popular one, which is like, Mm-hmm. Holding on to anger is like yeah, drinking, drinking poison, poison and expecting the yeah. other person to die. It's like that. Like that's the most common version of this. But I really like the way this guy puts it because he puts it in um, a kind of a mo- almost monetary sense. Mm-hmm. Almost like, you know, um, almost saying like, uh, like you have to like with anything in business like you have to absorb the cost mm-hmm. like most of the time like in a cost benefit an- analysis you have to decide or determine if um if what you're doing is worth absorbing the cost or mm-hmm. not and I think a lot of times people determine that it isn't. And it's easy in business to do that. It's easy to say like, oh, this isn't worth the cost. Mm-hmm. But with this, it's like your sanity or it's like your whatever. There's another. So I've been, I'll, we'll do this. I've been watching a documentary. But I haven't finished it. But it's called Stutz. And it's the documentary with Jonah Hill and his therapist. It's about his therapist. And his therapist goes over a bunch of very interesting um, therapy techniques. Um, But one of the things that he said in this documentary that really is sticking with me is uh, 
And y'all, you're going to want to write this one down. Uh, Your quest for fairness puts your life on hold. And in the same way that this guy just said, um, forgiveness is difficult because it is asking you to absorb the cost of someone else's decisions or of someone else's uh, the pain of of what someone else did to you you're you're letting them off the hook and that's really hard right that's like you saying i know someone else did something and it's not fair that they don't have to pay for it Mm -hmm. but if you add this quote to it right your quest for fairness is going to put your life on hold meaning like you know no it isn't fair that you have to absorb the cost of this thing right somebody did something shitty to you or like Maybe you were in a shitty situation and it isn't fair that that happened. And it isn't fair that you now have to say, I'm over it, regardless of the fact that I'm the one that suffered in the first place. No, that isn't fair. But if you are waiting for fairness to pay the right person, right? If you're waiting for the right person to get retribute, you'll be waiting forever, And you're going to miss out on a bunch of other shit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I just really like those two in combination. You know, um, your quest for fairness puts your life on hold. That's a really good one. What do you think about that quote? Your quest for fairness puts your life on hold. Well, yeah, I think it's because like. Ignore it. Um, yeah. <laughs> There's something to the also, because I think, I don't know how to equate what I'm about to say. Maybe you can help me. So your quest for fairness puts your life on hold. And fear is the mind killer. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm, do you know the, you know, there's some kind of cognitive connection between the two statements. Like, like how, um, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's something there. Do you feel it too? Like basically saying like, like it's on you. I don't, do you, do you feel the I similarity or do you feel the connection? I connected the fear is the mind killer quote from Dune. Um, more from our previous quote, the overfunctioning situation or a previous video yeah um i'll I'll run off the full thing for you what full thing from for the the full mantra okay i must not fear fear is the mind killer fear is the little death that brings total obliteration i will face my fear i will permit it to pass over me and through me and when it has gone past i will turn the inner eye to see its path where the fear has gone there will be nothing only I will remain. We should memorize that and then say it all of the time. Yeah, like the um, the um, yeah. Jenny Besseret from... Jenny Besseret. It's, it's Benny Jeseret. Oh, I'm sorry. But that was the funnest... Dys- <laughs> dyslexia that one. The was. funnest wow. dyslexic wow. commentary wow, wow, I've wow. ever... Benny Jeseret. The Jenny Besseret. You know Jenny. <laughs> you know Jenny. Jenny Besseret? Yeah. <laughs> Wow. The Benny Jesuit. I read the fucking book too. 
isn't that isn't that <laughs> terrible? jenny besser you've never even read the book jenny's got a gun you know what i mean or a besser or a little tiny needle yeah just gum jabbar yeah <laughs> i was jenny, trying jenny besser <sighs> jenny's got a needle you know what i mean uh yeah fear is the mind killer um Mm. You get it. Listen, yeah. Mike, you get it. Next I topic. added a couple more current events that popped up. Oh, what? How? News. From right now? Yeah. Okay. Well, Do we have no more No, we have lifestyle? Many, we have many lifestyle. Okay. Next topic. You know, the truth is there's just some people in life who are going to be committed to casting you as the bad guy for some reason. Like you could save a kitten and they'd be like, hmm. Well, I bet you didn't even think about the fact that that kitten grows up to be a serial murderer of babies. You toxic son of a bitch. I'm going to have to cut you out of my life. Okay. You know, bye. I wish you nothing but the best. But in your little two-dimensional script in which you've got a good guy and a bad guy and you only memorize the good guy's lines, I will not be auditioning for a role in your life. I got my own show going on. You know what I mean? Like, I learned to tap dance for this shit. I'm doing matinees. I'm, I'm performing on Sundays. I've, I, now I've got a cat to take care of. <laughs> I can't. I can't be asked with auditioning for some some two dimensional, regurgitated bull honky. I wish you well. I wish you. I wish you peace. I wish you development. But no. No. You know the truth is. This... What do you think about her? And about the fun things she said. Um, I guess I would say I love her yeah what do you mean yeah what do you mean she yeah what? I, I get it what I get it what do you get her, her vibe do you like her yeah what does it seem like no? I like the message. I just don't like almost anything that she said. I like it all. Mm-hmm. Does that track for you? It's just millennial core. I don't know what that means. It's millennial in most ways that she said and everything. I don't know what offense you're meaning by the I'm thing, the words. I'm not making I'm, I'm just pretty saying, sure you are. I'm just saying she did a thing when she made this video. Well, I hate all of your people too. I don't like my people either. <laughs> I don't like any people's things. Well, the original. I love her. And I also thought it was fun. I just like that. Um, I think the point she was trying to make. These, I, I, these are I, our motivational for you. The point she's trying to make. Our motivational. All that, of these things feel our motivational oh, to me. They're okay. not. They're not. I'm just. I'm, oh, I was going to say. I'm being I, thought, I thought our is no longer. Uh, It's not mm -hmm. at the moment, but. It's not no longer, so it is longer. It's not any longer. It is no longer. That's right. Our motivo our motivational is no longer. For the moment. Okay. Until the things have been solved. But anyway... Um, or everything will crash and our will no longer exist. That's right. Our maybe isn't any longer. Mm -hmm. Or it is. By the time you listen, maybe it's no longer. Yeah. But uh, you should write down as are any longer. <laughs> Um, but I think the point she's trying to make, and I think she makes it in a really fun way that you really hated. She um, did a thing. I think the point she's trying to make is that 
other people can feel however they want about you and you don't have to subscribe to that and you don't have mm-hmm. to like take that on as like who cares what other people you know what i mean like that's theirs you know what i mean yeah I'm having like a- how other people perceive you see you think about you judge you whatever you know how somebody else receives you does not have to do with you that has to do with them mm-hmm so if they cast you as a villain, as she said, or if they don't like you, or if they're judging you for whatever, mm-hmm. that's about them, not about you. Yeah, I'm having a hard time with that at this current juncture in my life, in my new position. Because generally, for the most part, everyone dislikes you, your peers and your subordinates. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why in that position, it's very important that you have a network of people that have nothing to do with your job because those are the people that will become like, um, helpful in a mental and emotional way to you. Yeah. Because like, for me, it's like, like I was, I mean, after my, um, my day on Monday where I was asked about a new position that I had no interest in and there were several people working together in one space that um, were obviously working on things and then I received a call that I was on a project from one of my peers that I feel performs worse than me that she's leading I was just in a whole like upset space because it's like why am I doing any of this I'm not I'm not here to do like I'm not here like I perform better than everyone else on this team of my peers frankly i just haven't been given the space to outperform them yet if that makes sense it does first of all second of all why uh, why care i don't care you know what i mean like i don't care about any of this bullshit that i'm a part of right now this is frankly something to move on to something else anyway so it's like why do i even care about any of this like who's hang- who's working with who in this space working on whatever projects this other person's leading a project that I don't even care about, but she's leading. And so whatever, I don't care. I'll do whatever I'm supposed to do for that. She'll probably drop the ball in it anyway, like every other project she's been working on. And I, the, of the other position, I just don't have to apply for it. You know what I mean? So it's like, I was just in a, in an upset mood after all of this. And then also like, I came to the realization that, after my current work proximity associate leaves, I will have no other pals within my peer team because I don't like any of them. And I was a little upset by that, but I was like, at the end of the day, who fucking cares? This is just a job. I don't need to have pals or people that I can yeah, pal I mean, around with. You, you know? already know from seeing it firsthand in every capacity. Mm-hmm. From underneath it and from within it, Mm -hmm. from both capacities, you know that I would say, and I think that you would agree, that most of people in that position's downfall is interpersonal relationships with other people Mm -hmm. within that capacity. Yeah. Superior or other or inferior. Mm -hmm. So I think that as long as you know, like... Two things are important for you. Number The number one most important thing is to recognize what the actual goal is. The actual goal is not to make more money. The actual goal is not to have more power. The actual goal is to utilize the benefits mm-hmm. to get the degree 
that will get you those things that those other things you want more money and more power in a position that you actually you know enjoy Mm -hmm. or at least if not enjoy at least gives you the flexibility to enjoy the other facets of your life which this even doesn't now like we've discussed this before like I said it in text the other day, the position mm-hmm. that you are in. My position, the, the name of my position should be at my company, adult babysitter. Well, yeah, but that's the case for the position above you as well, or, or your peer position, well, well, like you know all I mean. of it, that mm-hmm. all, each of those is, that's the whole thing. But like, I don't know. Your number one most important thing isn't, has nothing to do with any of those mm-hmm. things. It well, should yeah, I mean, be. I'd like to make more money as well, but I mean, that's. You sure, know. but you will once you achieve mm-hmm. the goal. Right. But I'm and saying you could be doing that in a lesser position. Like you don't need this. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that you shouldn't want it. I'm not saying mm-hmm. you can't. You can most certainly succeed. That's super obvious. Mm-hmm. But that's the point that I'm making is like. I just was upset because I felt like I was in a negative position and being overlooked due to my interpersonal relationships or lack thereof with others. Well, yeah, but that's, I mean, people, that's the whole fucking shit with that. Because I'm not connected to um, the queen bee. I know. Well, that's the, but that's my point. That's the whole thing with this thing is that there's the politics on it are, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The optics here and the politics Mm -hmm. is the whole fucking thing. Yeah. And and there's no way to escape that wheel. mm -hmm. Like, I don't know how to tell you to get, you know what I mean? There. Oh yeah. Once you get on Mm -hmm. the Ferris wheel, you're on it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, because I've aligned, aligned myself with someone who's on the outs that I believe to be at least morally, mostly positive. Uh, I'm now on the outs of, of everything. Well, yeah, but again, like, it's the same thing we just talked about with this thing. You just have to let other people's opinions of you, like, outperform mm-hmm. them and then let their opinions of you be about yeah. them. Like, it's about them. I love to them. hear, like, when we have to review stuff and everyone has to talk about everyone's performance. And always, like, they always just seem so, like, begrudged with our performance. And it's like... I don't, know what to, I don't know what to say. I know. Isn't it fun when they're like, I just don't understand how you're doing well. It's yeah. like they're they're like insulting you or they're in like, their compliment. Again, as we all know, this person, this this team performed better than all of us by far every single time for the past three years. And they're like, it's somehow an insult within their compliment. It's like, yeah, and it's like, and, but they all and they all think that you're cheating somehow. And it's like, yeah, they're like, well, I'm gonna come and watch. It's like, and I'm gonna come, figure out what you're doing. And it's like, come and watch, and I'll change up how I do everything, and I will still outperform you. It's just frustrating because it's oh. like, you know, you get it, but whatever. Of course I get it. Oh, don't. Are do we that. at next topic? Are we at next topic moment? Yeah. Next topic. That wasn't, it's not my intention, but yes. Let's talk about skin tags. Okay. Or warts. Skin is a representation about what's happening on the inside. Warts, I would contribute more towards viruses, but also can be blood sugar. And skin tags are a little bit more blood sugar, but I believe viruses are probably secondary to that. If you look at a skin take, I really guys want to focus on blood sugar levels. Bring your blood sugar down. It's important to see last skin takes on people that are diabetic. Are they reversible? Absolutely. I've seen many skin takes reverse on a regular basis. You can do multiple things. Put silver, apple cider vinegar, and garlic mixture on a band-aid 
and put it on there and change that multiple times per day. Um, keep that moist Band-Aid on there. I will tell you, does it smell? Yep. Does it work? Yep. Cosmetically, does it work? Yep. It's fantastic. I've been using that remedy with patients, like I said, from day one. That skin takes sometimes will break off um, and turn black. We'll be like, oh my goodness, doctor, turn black. Yeah, it'll break off. Wow. You can break it off yourself. So let's talk about skin tags. Okay. Okay. I have several comments. Number one, stop saying tag. Uh, skin tag. Skin tag. Mm-hmm. Skin tag. It's tag. Just, it seems how he speaks. Yeah, it's like there's an A and an E and they're connected. The tag. Tag. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. Stop saying it like that. That's number one. Number two. Um, you could do that, or you could just fucking scratch them off or cut them off with a fucking nail clipper like a man. <laughs> yeah, it seems like that. You could either smell like a ripe, piss-ridden homeless person for a week and then have a black, rotten piece of flesh flick off of you at a random moment in time, or you could just clip that shit off like a man. And that's what I have to say. Um, interestingly enough, I um, the video that I saw about um, keratosis polaris yeah. um, related to blood sugar is the same guy that we talked about that two weeks ago. And that just came up in your feed. How about that? How, how about that? How about that? What's up next? Oh. Here we go. Next topic. Skin tag. If you have these in your friend group, you may just be sitting on a hidden gem and you have no idea. According to a CIA spy, in a high-performance scene, you need a fox, a cheetah, a lion, and a bear. What are those for? Dear Lord, it is hot in here. Something to take note of, do not dig too deep into the animals themselves. There's no real correlation between the animal and the temperament it's connected to. Furthermore, you can have a good team without all four, but to have a truly high-performance team, he says that you do need... All four. I'm all four. Foxes are your creatives, meaning they are people with a temperament to create ideas. Lions are people that have a temperament to organize. Cheetahs are people that have the temperament to execute, meaning just take action. And last but not least, which is the one I wholeheartedly believe that I am. (gasps) I don't even think they make that sound. Bears. Bears are people that have the temperament to create relations. Basically, people, people. To summarize, cheetahs are people that execute and take action. Foxes are people that come up with ideas. Lions are people that like to organize. And bears are people that like to create relations. So look around in your friend group. I'm the whole goddamn forest, y'all. What do you think about that? What do you think you are? And what do you think I am? And are we the whole team? (laughs) Um, I think that I lack uh, creativity for things sometimes. You do? I think so. Like when it comes to a lot of things, ideas, I take ideas from other people and I... (laughs) I steal ideas and then I change them and make them better and execute them perfectly. I think is what I'm able to do is my strength. So cheetah. So I take, so like, for example, I've taken some of your ideas generally and then slightly changed them or modified them due to changes over, over years or something and then execute them really well. And then people are like, wow, that was a really good idea. And it's, and I always am very clear. It's not my idea. I've just, I'm it feels strongly it. like you're using the word execute a lot. And that makes me feel cheetah. I guess. But, but I also do feel that I am relational people. Mm. Cheetah bear. Organization. I would say in my workplace, I'm really good with organization personally. 
like my home like I, I don't have this pantry you know what i mean that's not me yeah i'm probably the first two right yeah. what is the second what's the organization animal uh lion i'm probably fox and lion mm-hmm. I don't, i'm not the bear I, I think I am as well, like creating relations and ties between people. Yeah, I'm definitely not that. Because mm-hmm. of my my uh, harmony aspect of my, my interpersonal group uh, relations. Sometimes to your detriment. You're Mo- like, let's mostly. all fix this, guys. Huh? You're like, let's let's come together and fix this. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And I'm like, I will dance on your grave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next in topic. An orga- in an organized fashion, creatively. <laughs> I will creatively and... And at a specific time, dance on your grave. Let's rate my exes. This is Billy. I liked him because he was tall, but he didn't know how to kiss. Three out of ten. This is Bruce. And may he slay in peace. I liked him because he had a motorcycle. But as you know, he didn't hold the door for me. I'll give him an extra point because his funeral was fun. Four out of ten. This is Bert. He used to take me out on fancy dinners. I never had to take my wallet. Eight out of ten. And may he slay in peace. This is George. He was the hottest one, but he also passed away. May he slay in peace. Nine out of ten. That's it. Let's rate my exit. Nana. <laughs> what do you think about this lady? Oh my God. She is fluent on TikTok. Guess how old she is? 91. 93. Nana is about to slay in peace, I'm pretty sure. Tell Jesus that the bitch is back. <laughs> Nana! Thanks for 10 million. I love you all. You made my dreams come true. The people in high school told me I'll never be famous. All of them are dead, and now I am famous. <laughs> oh, oh, no, no. What is this whore doing? <laughs> what do Welcome you... to the 212. What do you think of what do you think of her name is uh at Abigail. Grandma? Oh. I don't know what her first name is, but her name, her um, at is at grandma underscore droniac. Droniac? D-R-O-N-I-A-K. Welcome to the 212. What do you think of her rate my exes? May he slay in peace. May he slay in peace. That was the best thing I've ever seen. (laughs) This one was the hottest, but he is also dead. (laughs) (laughs) Nine out of (laughs) ten. I never had to bring my wallet with this one. Eight out of ten. What a gal. Yeah, I love her. Um, Come on, Nana. All right. Next up here, we've got our next video. Welcome to the 212. Middle names are so funny. It's like, okay, what if we gave this baby a second (laughs) That's a little bit of a secret. And and it kind of has to be Marie, or Lynn, or Elizabeth, or Anne, or Matthew, or James, or John, or Michael. Middle names are so funny. It's like oh. that one was more just a little silly. Mm-hmm. But it is also true. Let's give this person a second worse name. That's a little bit of a secret. Mm-hmm. But that's not how I'm doing my children. <sighs> what? Yeah. My children. My children have good middle names. Mm-hmm. And it makes me sad. Because because you'd like to use those as their names? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, tell me, 
without saying the names. Do you like my names? Yes. For real, for real? Uh-huh. Do you like the order they're in? I think so, yeah. Would you discuss this, I think, a couple. Switched them? I don't think so. Even the one? I go back and forth on the one, I guess. Yeah, because that one's really hard for me because the second one is so fucking good mm. that it's hard for me to know that the, she'll never be called it. Mm. Yeah. I looked up on the list of 2022. It was from last year. No. Was it this year? It couldn't have been this year. This Mm -mm. year's not over. On the list of 2022's 100 most popular girl names. Mm -hmm. Olivia. Only one of my four names was on the list. Do you know which of the four it is? Is it A1 or 2, B1 or 2? I don't know which one's which. So this is A1 and 2. Oh, okay. And then B1 and 2. So which of the names... Do you names... know that that's how the order they're going to... How they're yeah. going to... You know for sure? 100%. What if they... They can't. If, uh... This one has always consistently been closer to my cooter kitty. So she will come out first. What which if is they why accident- she's a. What if they swap them, though? Accidentally. Trace. Well, they won't. And also, because it's most likely going to be a C-section, this one's still closer to the... In- incision mm. so they'll pull a out first i see okay um one of the four names either a1 a2 b1 or b2 is on the list of 100 it's a2 it is a2 yeah isn't that crazy mm-hmm. it's crazy that it's not b1 because those are coming back in yeah but nah. like that style of name is coming yeah it'll back be in. this year because of the movie what movie yeah, the one. There's a movie with that the name? The one that you referenced. What movie? Isn't, isn't one of their names that? Who? The When you were getting your, your, your recipe book out. Isn't that one of their names? Yeah. Right? I think so. You're right. Mm-hmm. So it'll come around this year. Cause well, they just I just thought because that, that style one. of name is coming back in. Well, yeah, but you know what I mean. Everyone likes those movies. Yeah. So it'll probably come back around a little bit. I don't know if it would come back around enough to be on that list, but I think it'll come. I think it'll be on that list anyway. Well, they're but yeah, name. why would you think? Why would you think A two is on there? Because I, of course, I've heard a couple people name their. You kid have. That. Yeah. I only know of the one we know of mutually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they spell it that person. I don't think they spell mm-hmm. it the same as me. Yeah. Do they spell it with spell it without the thing? I don't think so. I think he does it like that. I, I don't know what that means. You signed to me sometimes. I have no idea what it means. <laughs> I think he spells it. How do you not know just the letters? How do I not know sign language? Yeah. Because I've never used sign language before. <laughs> I've always only spoken. <laughs> I've never once down. had to use hand signals to communicate. <laughs> I've always used words. Oh, Jesus Christ. You should at least learn the alphabet. 
and some simple letters. I mean, I mean, words. Did you know that that's, that was um, my partner's um, um, major in college? I didn't even know your partner attempted college. Yeah. For one year during COVID. Didn't even know that. Or remember You did know it. that. We'd spoken about this before. We also have spoken ad nauseum about my memory issues. So this should come as That's no true. surprise. No, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And shocking that you still don't know the alphabet or any simple words like yes or no or food or water. Here's this one. Yes. I actually, that's not how to say yes. That's what it means yes to me. Yes is this. Jerking off a tiny penis. Knocking on a door like yes. That's not. Jerking I would call this t- jerking off a tiny penis. Why are you giggling like that? I don't that? know. So you sent an article about life ch- the life-changing power of tiny habits. Not that tiny habit of jerking off a tiny penis. <laughs> okay. Just go through each of them quickly and we'll do it. Five-minute cleanup. So good. Everybody do it. Like I do this. Do a five-minute tidy. Just, mm-hmm. But you're supposed to pick an area. Not mm-hmm. You don't clean up your whole house. It's like five-minute cleanup. I have like, one area in my house. It's like pick an area and be, <laughs> but, 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 you know, I walk into my house. This is the area. Yeah. But you, you know, know five mean? minute cleanup is like, yeah. okay, I'm going to, I'm going to clean my bedroom. Five mm-hmm. minute tidy. Just do it. Mm-hmm. Really good. Go again. Um, one in one out rule. Love this. Anytime you bring something into the home, you have to take something out as in basically you buy something new. You need to donate something or get rid of something. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it makes it to where you can't be a hoarder, basically. And I love this idea. Digital detox. <sighs> yeah. Basically spend some time not on your fucking phone. Mm-hmm. I know it's hard for people, but, you know, everybody should do it. Mm-hmm. Go continue. Mindful eating. Obvious. Take time to truly appreciate your meal. Obvious. Uh, regular exercise. Obvious. Um, which someone today, or no, yesterday, said um, that she used to be um, a runner, like in high school or whatever, and, you know, was into athletics, but stopped for a while because, like, I don't know if everyone knows this, running is the fucking worst thing you could do in terms of what you like in terms of activities you want to do. I hate running more than anything else. Is this an opinion or a fact? It's my opinion, but okay, I stated I it as a fact, so I know it's confusing. There's nothing there around. No, oh, but he's funny. Anyway. Um but yeah, everyone like dislikes running. Except for runners. But you know what I mean? Like regular people. Yeah. Like, do you want to run? Me? Yeah. No. It, it, you know, outside of your Nancy. No. Yeah, exactly. If you had a cardio to choose, you would not choose running. I probably maybe choose would, would be swimming. Yeah, exactly. I probably maybe choose would be swimming. Uh-huh. And if it had to be on land, I would choose bicycling stationary you liked elliptical for a while i only did that because of rosie cotton i don't enjoy it at all what did you prefer to do treadmill but i walk 
Exactly. And this person or stairs. Said, and this person was like, you know, I did a lot of running and I was starting to feel bad about like not exercising, but I realized I can just go on a walk. Yeah. Same fucking difference. Yeah, it, you're doing something instead of sitting. So keep going. Um, uh, daily reflection. Yeah, always good, of course. And then single tasking. Never yeah, once heard of that. Whole ass one thing. I I only multitask all day. Whole ass one thing. I can't not multitask. I like giving all of my attention to one thing. Yeah, this next. article has that's all. No next. Next topic. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Just learn how to get stuff done. <laughs> Can you read what the top? I mean by that is, when Barack Obama was asked to share his most important career advice for young people, this is what he said. Career advice for I, young people. At every level, people who are very good at describing problems, people who are very sophisticated in explaining why something went wrong or uh, why something can't get fixed. But what I'm always looking for is, no matter how small the problem or how big it is, somebody who says, let me take care of that. If you project an attitude of whatever it is that's needed, I can handle it and I can do it. Whoever's running that organization will notice, I promise. Uh, and, and which is why I think with young people, you don't always need to be so impatient asking for the plum assignment a lot of times the best way to get attention is whatever is assigned to you you are just nailing you're, you're killing it because people will notice oh that that's somebody who can get something done just learn how i love first of all i love this advice i think mm -hmm. it's such good advice yeah because i think a lot of people think that they always have to do above and beyond um or come up with something new or creative and like you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Yeah, because like oftentimes it's like some sometimes it's it's not necessary, you know, for some things. Some things are now, not to say that everything has to stay the same forever, but some things are good as they are for the moment. So I you will don't have to say, reinvent something. And I don't know where this lands. And I don't know how I don't know how uh the comment I'm about to make it feels true to me, and I don't know if it's true for everyone. But um, I loved his advice. I think it's fantastic, and I agree with it in all senses. There is, however, something for me myself. And you tell me if you've noticed the same. You probably haven't because I know your personality. For me, that is difficult to do somewhere where you no longer feel... I don't know how, okay, so I'm, let me just, let me get into my example. Mm -hmm. I was not doing that in my position at your job. Mm -hmm. Like in your same position. Yeah. I wasn't doing that. And I don't know if I can categorize that as because I was being abused, which like there's no, you know, anybody can think how, how, whatever they want to think. You were there. You fucking mm -hmm. know it was happening. I know it was happening. It was real abuse and, it, you know, it makes me feel whatever i was gaslit about the fact that it was abuse so i always feel like i have to prove to people but the mm -hmm. reality is i know it, that's what was happening and it was actually happening in a career setting but so i don't know if it's that and i was so just downtrodden by that mm -hmm. and by the fact that even after that ended like my in in that same cup in my 
career or the, my mm-hmm. capacity within the job, even after I had like, you know, demoted myself, mm-hmm. um, I just no longer had it. I just didn't care anymore. And I don't know if it's because of all that shit that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, or just being there way too long and feeling like nothing I'm going to do matters anyway. Like mm-hmm. what's the point? Like why care anymore? So I didn't do that in that position after a certain point, there was a small time when I did mm-hmm. and then I didn't anymore, <sighs> but I think I really, 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 um, I personify this in my current position Mm-hmm. And he's a hundred percent right that not only do people really notice and that the people that matter really respond to it, but I mean, I told you this, mm-hmm. like the person who did my review, which is my boss's boss, mm-hmm. only he reviewed, you know, or did the, you know, things where it's called a review, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where you sit with the person and do mm-hmm. their like thing. Yeah, like a performance review. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he did what did he do? Do you remember the number? Like a hundred? It was like almost a hundred. It was like between like eighty and a hundred people or something mm-hmm. like this. Uh reviews were on that he did, performed himself. And he had to submit his review, review their review of themselves, mm-hmm. and then whatever. And on in ours, and again, I don't know how everybody's career works or however whatever but let's just say because i'm going to use an example let's say everybody is reviewed on a scale from one to five or whatever the case is right Mm -hmm. um out of all the reviews he performed he only gave two like five stars if you will or or two like outstandings like Mm -hmm. you outperformed whatever you whatever and one of them was me Mm -hmm. and i really focused and I continue to focus on like the, the couple of tenants that I try to tell myself all the time um, about my position are number one, I am the doorway between the people above me and me, meaning like I don't want anything to pass through me to someone above me when I can be the person who just takes care of it. Like, I don't want some, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't want the people above me who are getting paid more than me to do things that are outside of my purview to have to deal with the petty, petty shit that I can squash on my level. Mm-hmm. If I can just take care of it. Like if I can take care of it, I will. And also like, I pride myself on being the person who anybody can come to and say, Hey, can you do this thing? Or like, Hey, I have this project that I need done really quickly. Or I have this project that I need done. I don't know how to do it. Even if I don't know how to do it, mm-hmm. I will be like, yeah, I'll get it done. Like, yeah. when do you need it by? It's just done. Like no problem. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I know that you know me in a capacity as a, as a worker who absolutely did not do that. Well, I mean, I worked with you at different times. So yeah, I mean, was- it's like I said, I don't know. Like, I don't know if that could be categorized as, like, burnout. Like, maybe I just mm-hmm. reached a point where I no longer was that person. Mm-hmm. Or I was no longer passionate in that position. Or I felt, like I said, because of the things that had happened, I maybe mm-hmm. felt... Yeah, I would say... Whatever. F- for me, um, in my current <laughs> position, I get that feedback a lot as well. What f- the feedback that we're talking about right now? Yeah. That you're, like, the person who could just get it done? Yeah, like I every Somebody time gives you something, you handle it. Yeah, or like when it comes to, oh, you know, face. we have to do preparation for certain meetings and stuff. 
I do all the things that I'm supposed to do within the standards that they're supposed to be do, like done in. Like there are certain forms, and it says fill out this form with this kinds of these kinds of statements when you're when you're completing it. It's like a self-assessment. You know what I mean? Start it with these statements based in this um, resource, and I I just do that well with specific metrics or guidelines, and I continue to receive feedback from my superior like. You, you really put a lot of thought into this and like prepare and a lot of people don't have things this prepared and I'm sitting here thinking like I'm just following the instructions and doing exactly what it says to do in the way that I'm supposed to do it. Whereas a lot of people just are like, oh, well, I'm doing this crazy other project that I'm attempting and it's all this work and it's like, well, you're not even doing the bare minimum. You're trying to do all this other stuff. You're trying to go above and beyond when you didn't do when you didn't the hit the basic basics. shit. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, darling, would you prepare my um, nighttime insulinums and grab out a syringe for my titties? Yeah, I think it's, you know, be consistent and nail 100% your basics, um, at least when starting or new in your in your position. Well, it's like what he and said always. at the end of that video. Mm -hmm. He said, like, what you're saying, don't try mm -hmm. to go above and beyond but instead nail mm -hmm. everything that's given to you. Yeah. Or that's already expected of you. Mm -hmm. Just nail it every time. Yeah. Like when I'm doing stuff, like I have some things that come to me that it's like, oh, I want to do this special project or work on this thing that um, may not be, you know, within my normal standards of operating procedures that I'm supposed to do weekly. But I work on it as I can, but I'm still nailing the other things I'm supposed to be nailing in, in my normal job description. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like, hey, I'm still working on that project. I didn't have time to complete it, but it's just a special project that I'm working on. I'll keep you updated when it's complete and we can review it. But I am just working on this for right now. Yeah. Um, and, you know, as I can. You know, if something came up, I couldn't finish it. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. But, yeah, I think nailing the basics 100% to the standard they should be in Baby. is, like, key. I'm going to murder him. And I think that's something that Rosie Cotton said as well before. Like a lot of people don't do a lot of what they're supposed to do is like their bare minimum. And like when you complete the things that you're supposed to do correctly and in the time frame you're supposed to do them and everyone's like, you're amazing. Yeah. But yeah, next topic. If you have a shower that doesn't get cold enough, keep in mind that the original studies showing this dopamine increase had people get into 60 degree water, which is not that cold, 60 degree Fahrenheit, oh, for 45 minutes to an hour. I always say if you don't have access to an ice bath, cold showers, yes, will oh. work. You know, the, the dopamine, you asked earlier about the arc of dopamine and how long it lasts, that the... One of the t key takeaways from that book, uh, Dopamine Nation, that I've incorporated in my own life is that there are certain activities like cold water that create no. long-lasting arcs of dopamine. Those can be very useful for putting us into long-lasting motivational states. So um, these are not big peaks and troughs. These are the pain of the cold water followed by this long, long arc of dopamine. Wonderful. It's a, kind of an antidepressant positive motivator, natural stimulus. I always say if you don't have access to an ice bath, Cold showers, yes, will work. If you have a shower that doesn't get cold enough, keep in mind that the original studies showing this dopamine increase had people get into 60-degree water, which is not that cold, 60-degree Fahrenheit, for 45 minutes to an hour. 
So your water bill might go up, but you could just draw a kind of cool bath and get in that up to the neck. So, because I realize there are sometimes some cost barriers to people. They, not everyone has an ice bath. Dopamine detoxing. Yeah. So dopamine detoxing is something that apparently today my uh, short-term working memory is off. I, I swear I can't. Well, you have a mate. Get that in you. I can't think of any. I, I'm caffeinated. I can't think of any um, uh, pharmacologic reason for it, but uh, no excuses. Um, so dopamine detox, I would have thought, was not something real. Um, it seemed kind of silly to me, actually. Um, and I'll tell you why it seems silly and why it still seems silly, but why it may have some utility. But then Anna... Dr. Anna Lemke told me that it actually can be quite useful to take some time and space away from social media, certainly from any addictive drugs, that's the treatment for addiction, and restore those dopamine levels to baseline. If you have a shower that doesn't get cold enough. Basically, we watched that three-minute video so that I could tell you that um, we've talked about the benefits of cold shock therapy mm -hmm. wherein ice baths are super helpful for um your mental health but also your physical wellness mm -hmm. and having watched that i learned that completely cold showers or completely cold baths will do a very similar thing if if for whatever reason a cold plunge or putting ice in your bath is cost prohibitive so just take mm -hmm. a cold shower is the point the, of that the only, video the only um problem i have with cold stuff and this sounds so trivial or something but i have such a hard time with um my the the my penis of it all <laughs> like it's like i hate the cold running water like or like getting past the level like it's, it's such a barrier you know what i mean if i'm getting into cold water like they they should have a material for for that or some kind of something. It's true. Um, my steam, my cold shock uh, feelings of it all are: I hate the feeling of the cold. Mm. Um, I don't mind the feeling of the cold generally. Mm. Like, I mean, I I have done that before in terms of like you know we had swim team or whatever. Yeah, I've done early. it too. But you know what I mean, like I. But I've, I don't want to do I, it. Well, my, the only problem I have with it is just the my penis of it. You should write that down. I got it. Um, I have one last thing. It is a new segment that I think we should do is fun or embarrassing. Okay. Is this the comedy segment? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. For context, this is a visual um, item. And it says when the brunch DJ plays single ladies and it's this girl got up at brunch and is doing the whole dance routine. Okay. You get the gist of it? Yeah. What and are my choices again? Fun. Or embarrassing. Embarrassing. But you know what I mean? Without question. It, a next? That's it. No, there's supposed to be several fun or embarrassing. I don't I, This is all, it's a segment we can have coming up. It's the only one I just thought of it with this one clip. Really feels like there should have been more. I'm sorry. I just came up with it with the one clip that I saw. I'm upset. Um, But yeah, I, I guess the concept here would be like, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, someone's not taking themselves too seriously. They're fun. Or they're that's just completely embarrassing, embarrassing themselves. Yeah, that's you know so what I mean? Like it's it's an interesting thing because it's like, oh, you know, someone who's willing to, you know, maybe embarrass themselves a little bit no, and I'm have so a fun time. You know what I mean? 
I'm no, I'm I'm exclusively embarrassed for, for this person. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. She was she was wearing what I would call a a white tennis outfit. Yeah, tennis skirts are a thing now. I've, I, everyone wears them. Well, uh, all, a lot of women wear them. That's a mistake. I don't know how that's come back into the thing, but it's definitely come back. Okay. Well, this has been really fun, but it's super late. And oh no, you're all excommunicated from hearing oh, my voice. I just... Mm-mm. Idris Elba doesn't want to play 007 because of racist backlash. And then...